Office Savage. <laughs> I was uh, love Killer Trey, but AC3 Savage uh, checking in, uh, and I'll let you guys introduce yourselves. Uh, hey everybody, it's me, it's El Chapa. How y'all doing? This is Marcus Sniffles from Twitter. What it do? All right, so we definitely have a lot to talk about uh, on this week. Uh, first things first is uh, there was a couple of mass shootings back to back, as you guys might have heard. Um, started out with the one in El Paso, Texas, uh, in the Walmart, and then another nightclub shooting in Dayton, Ohio. Um, real quick, what are you guys' thoughts on? I mean, I mean, we kind of know because I know we touched on this before. What are you guys' thoughts on the the latest rendition of the mass shootings? Man, I'm depressed. Like, you can't do nothing. You can't do anything. You can't go to fucking Walmart. You can't just buy ice cream. You can't send your senses. You can't send your kids to school. You can't go to the movie theaters. Like, you can't go to a club. And all these shootings are just getting way too close to home for me. Like, I'm, I'm over it. I'm, I'm over it. You can't. You don't feel safe anywhere. You know what? You're a hundred percent right. And like. And I'm just going to bring up a point, how you were talking about the movie theaters. Every time now that I go to the movies, I'm always looking around, checking people out as they're going. Like, I'm like, okay. And, and I'll admit, like, even on my end, um, I ended up having to go to Walmart, like, the next day. And I was like, dang, you know, should I carry the 40 on me? Or, you know, I, I don't know. Like, you know, I'm just going there for some paper towels. You know, and I got to be strapped. And then I immediately thought, because I know um, where I live, uh, I, I don't have my concealed carries permit. So I do run around dirty a lot. And it's like. Allegedly. Okay, yeah. Allegedly. <laughs> um, and it's like, dang, I need to get myself together and get my permit. And, you know, like. You, you yeah, but you it. would think, you would think in, in a state like Texas, Everybody, they're so big on their guns. Like, that's their slogan out here. You know, like, we don't need the cops. We got, you know, self-protection. There's some kind of slogan where it's like, we don't call the cops or whatever. In other words, because they packing. You would think with all the, you know, the hype around the gun laws and being pro-guns. And, you know, I have my own theory about that. But you would think that somebody in that Walmart would have been carrying. And that would have been a good argument for, like, the NRA. Look at what being able to carry a gun does for you but look at that look at the outcome yet again that we see so i don't know what's going to be the excuse this time marcus what are your thoughts out there that were armed though pardon i thought i read somewhere that they said that there were people that were there that were armed they just either they didn't feel cool or something happened to where they just didn't have an opportunity but I think it, it was either this shooting or a different one where there were actually people that were armed that weren't able to do anything. So to go back to the argument, you know, about self-protection and all of that and, you know, how these gun laws are and how easily accessible they are, to me, that's not. Like, you can't, you can't say that because we have event after event to where people are allowed to carry or people are carrying, yet it's proven that it hasn't been super effective. You know what I often wonder? I kind of wonder, 
what was it in 94 when they banned the automatic weapons? Like, what was the driving force behind pushing that through? Whatever that should be, they should start applying that same ban to assault rifles. Like, they really don't do anything but maim people. Like, you can't hunt with them. Uh, they're kind of awkward to carry, and it's like most of these shootings are by assault rifles. And it's like, why are we still dealing with these military-style assault rifles? Like I said, I, I just want to know what the conversation or what was the event in 94 to where people were like, you know what? The hell with this. We need to ban automatic weapons. They They need to go ahead and start that process with the assault rifles. Cause even if it was like a situation, I, I remember on one of these shootings, somebody did have like, that was the Virginia tech. He had multiple pistols, right? Mm-hmm. And he just ended up having a bunch of different magazines, but it'd be a lot easier to, cause you know, you, you, you got your nine or your 21 or 22. I mean, or whatever. It's a lot easier to get away from that. These quote unquote choppers, I mean, they will they will tear your butt up when they hit you. And it's like, how many more bodies are going to have to be sacrificed for us to, to bring about change? I just don't get it. Well, you know, what I thought about this morning as I was driving in was I was kind of asking myself the same question. And it made me think, do you remember a couple of years ago, but a year or two or so, when um, at that softball game that it was like a bunch of conservative uh, Republican you know, congressmen or whatever, I'm not exactly sure their political positions, but the shootout happened over there. And um, one of the men was like clinching onto his life. I don't remember, but I don't think anybody actually passed away, but it got pretty scary and got pretty ugly. They had a drive-by for crying out loud. So you would think like, hmm, maybe that's gonna be it. Like, huh? Yeah, but I guess not. That wasn't good enough. So who knows? Kids dying in school is not good enough. Uh, people dying in a Walmart. People dying in a club again. Uh, it just, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I don't fucking know. And it's like a four-month-old baby that was as innocent as can be was killed. And, you know, I... I I just, I'm speechless. Like, I, I don't understand how this guy was apprehended without, without a scar on him. Um, and it's just like, I, I don't want to see, because I kind of think that they're trying to do the, he was mentally unstable. You, you know how they roll. Well, come on. <laughs> Certain people have already come out to say that it's not, it's not guns, it's mental illness. So, already the rhetoric and the agenda and the excuse of being played by very strong political people. Um, not even like lawyers yet. It's fucking crazy. How is there ever an excuse on this? How has it even been evaluated yet for them to be able to say it was mental illness? What was the really? guy in Dallas? The, the, it was, was it, well, I don't know if it was a sniper, but it was a black dude. He wasn't apprehended at all. They like sent a bomb in and blew him up. That's a throwback. That's the one that happened like years ago, right? Like yeah, I was like was, a kid. Was four or mm-hmm. five years ago. Well, yeah. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. They, they, he deal. didn't get a chance to tell his story. They just blew him up. 
And I, I mean, I, I apologize because I don't really like I, I've been working a ton and I didn't really know what happened in Dayton like that. So I, I don't I just know it was a lot of additional victims. And I know that they were like at one point, like nine out of the 10 people or something like that. They were black. Of course, in El Paso, it, he was uh, targeting his targeting family. Mexicans. Yeah. I was going to be politically correct. Uh, Hispanics. That's what it was. No, that's what it, that's, that was with, um, that's like what his posts and everything were about. Like he was targeting Mexicans, Mexicans specifically. You can't go to a border town. You can't drive your ass fucking eight, nine, 10 hours all the way to a border town. What do you, who do you think he's targeting? He's targeting Mexicans. He's, he, he was anti, uh, immigration and all of that. He had issues with the border. What is, like, what is the big issue with Mexicans? Like, I lived in California for years. Mexicans are as cool people are as just people ignorant. as you People are like, just ignorant and scared. You're taking our jobs. They're not taking your jobs. They're doing the jobs that you don't want to do half of the time. You know, they're, they're, they're getting out. The and, and they're also very capable of doing other jobs and better jobs. So that's the thing. Like, people, they're just ignorant. It boils down to ignorance and people being cowards. Not mental illness. That's not mental illness. It sure isn't. And it never will be. So, um, I guess we'll roll to this next piece uh, real quick. Um, there was a, what, what was the, what was the lady? Is she like a House of Representatives person or? The ugly I don't lady. even fucking know. You're so. <laughs> Represent the Ohio State lady. Representative Candace Keller. Um, yeah. Does anybody have that article up in front of them now? I do. So she wrote, after every mass shooting, the liberals start the blame game. Why not place the blame where it belongs? The breakdown of the traditional American family. Thank you, transgender, homosexual marriage, and drag queen advocates. Fatherlessness, a subject no one discusses or believes is relevant. The ignoring of violent video games. The relaxing of laws against criminals, a.k.a. open borders. The acceptance of recreational marijuana. Failed school policies. Hello, parents who defend misbehaving students. Hatred. Oh, I'm sorry disrespectful law enforcement thank you obama hatred of veterans thank you professional athletes who hate our flag and national anthem the democratic congress many members of whom are openly anti-semitic the culture which totally ignores the importance of god and the church until they elect a president State office holders who have no interest in whatsoever in learning about the Constitution and the Second Amendments, and snowflakes who can't accept a duly elected president. Did I forget anybody? The list is long, and the fury will continue. Wow. Wow. The balls that she has. <laughs> To put it out, it's like she wanted to get fired, man. Like she didn't like her job. She didn't like her job because you knew the backlash. You have to know the backlash that's going to come from that. 
I would hope so. Maybe she thought she could sneak by with it being on Facebook. I don't know, but that was wild. I I just, I don't even understand. I mean, you know what? To me, a lot of these Trump supporters, like, and and I, I have to deal with them, unfortunately, on a daily basis at my job. And you will, like, upon talking to them, you will really realize that a lot of them really are brainwashed. And I mean, like, I, I can tell who they are because I, I can look in and I see that they'll have, like, the Make the make American Great Again uh, campaign and different stuff like that. And it's like when you talk to them, they're just so lost and confused and so racist. Like, it just does not make sense. Like, for some reason, these people, they think, that if you're anything other than white, whether you're black, Hispanic, any other culture, uh, if you're gay, straight, bi, whatever, anything that's not all American white bread is just wrong to them. And it's like, I, I don't know, like they, like they live inside of a bubble or something. Like This woman is so out of touch. Like, how the hell did she get elected in office? is beyond me. It honestly sounds like she was just pointing the figures fingers at anybody else who was different than her and everybody else versus actually taking a second to look into what the real issue is. She's basically causing a distraction. And maybe that was her role. Like if this was scandal, like they paid her off or they like gave her that manila envelope or some shit, you know what I mean? To make her do some shit. Because you know, like this this is just a stupid that's the stupidest thing that you can say. Um, as an individual, let alone somebody who's a part of the, you know, a state representative or legislative and such. So, um, yeah, I, I don't even care about her. She's a nobody and she's about to be a nobody. Like her opinions and all that is trash and honestly she's embarrassing her state because um up until this a lot of the reports about the shooting that happened in ohio was just about how great and how quickly the police responded they responded within 24 seconds and even within that time frame nine eight or nine people still you know got shot and, and, and were murdered unfortunately and there was others wounded but within 24 seconds, they were able to apprehend that. So just imagine in 24, I could hold my breath longer than that. You know, like, there was a mass shooting started. There was a response. He was taken down. He was apprehended. They had to obviously disarm him. And, you know, paramedics and everybody else were quickly sent to the scene to actually go ahead and actually tend to these victims um, and get you people to safety. 24 fucking seconds. That's, to me, so impressive. That's amazing. Like, that's the type of shit that unfortunately that we need, right? Because these shootings are so common and they happen all the time. Like, look, two in one fucking day. So that's what I'm going to take away out of Ohio. I'm not going to take away what this broad said because, like I like I said, she's a nobody at this point. Her opinion and all that, she's not going to do anything for her state. She's not going to change it to make it better. She's obviously not going to listen to the people around her and her own citizens because guess what? I'm sure there's gay people in Ohio. I'm sure there's Hispanics in Ohio. I'm sure that there's people who supported Ohio- uh, Obama in Ohio. Like, girl, bye. Have a seat. You're done. Her time is done. She's whatever. Yeah. She, she's acting like these mass shootings just started within the last, like, two to three right. years. Like, people, people older than us, when they were kids, had to deal with mass shootings. When we were kids, we had to deal with mass shootings. Our kids 
are dealing with mass shootings. This is not something that's recent. This is something that's been going on for decades. Like when I was in middle school or like elementary school or whatever, like Columbine happened and there were there were instances before that. And I'm an adult now, like I'm in my 30s and Sandy Hook is happening. So it's just like, this isn't something new. This isn't, this is, this is what America is. And this is what we, this is what we do. We're first when it comes to this stuff. So we're like, we're like the fucking 96 bulls when it comes to shooting up schools and shooting <laughs> up anything. I don't like that. <laughs> I, don't, I mean, I, it's a bad analogy, but yeah. that's, that's literally, that's literally how great we are. Like we're the best. It's embarrassing. We're, we're the Michael, it's embarrassing. We're the Michael Jordan of, of shooting up people. It, like no one even comes close to and us. And the thing that kills me it's, is that you have people who are in positions that could probably do something about this or at least have discussions. Like let's have legitimate discussions about our gun laws. Let's not have, okay, we're going to go to the Capitol. We're going to cast the vote, yay or nay, and not have any discussions across the aisle. There's no actual discussions being done about changing these policies or looking into it and where it could actually benefit our country as a whole. Because how many people, how many people have to die? How? Everybody wants to talk about everything else but the fucking guns. Like, I'm fucking tired of repeating myself. You're right. Maybe one day. Um, I had seen like a somebody put up like a chart or whatever of like all the different countries, major countries, and we had like 249, well not 250 mass shootings this year. Uh, and nobody else has more than six. No other country. Like it, it I was like, wow, like we really are the best at the mass shootings. We're the 96 We're we're top we're Tom Brady, and the rest of the world are the Cleveland Browns. Good God. Well, speaking of Cleveland Browns, even though this has nothing to do with it. <laughs> so, Pivot. I, I was on freaking Twitter today uh, in the limited amount of time I had. And I know like what was trending was this list that I don't understand at all. And, and I'm going to just give my hot take on this possibly the worst top 50 greatest rappers of all time list I've ever had. If you haven't seen it, I'm going to run through it real quick. So, and this is in order. We got Jay-Z, Nas, Joe Budden, Styles P, Black Thought, Fabulous, Jadakus, Biggie, Ghostface, Kendrick, Benny Siegel, Rockman. <laughs> Jadakus over Biggie. <laughs> Sorry. Jadakus no. now. But, you know, Not I over Biggie. Um, okay, so Benny Sigal, uh, Pusha T, Red Man, Pop, uh, Scarface, Andre 3000, Common, J. Cole, Lupe, Royce the 5'9, DMX, Drake, T.I., Raekwon. That's the top 25. After that is Twista, Method Man, Eminem. I said Eminem outside of the top 25. Prodigy, Most Def, Cool G Rap. I don't know who that is, but I've seen the name. Big Boy, Jeezy, Snoop, Cameron, Bun B, Lil Wayne, Killer Mike, Ice Cube, AZ, Mace, Stack Bundles, 8-Ball, Big Pun, The Game, LL Cool J, Rick Ross, 50 Cent, Buster Rhymes, Lloyd Banks. Where uh, are the females? Well, yeah, you're right. There's not a single 
female rapper. Who, who would None. you put as like if like if you had to choose a female rapper, who who would you put as a greatest of all time? So I feel like when it comes to these lists, especially when you're doing greatest rappers, I think you have to pay homage to the people who paved the way, right? So like that's why I'm like Biggie being a like yeah people about like eh, I don't know about that, uh, like Snoop being number thirty four like. I don't think that's fair because without a Snoop, you probably wouldn't get a good chunk of these people in there either. So females, I mean, I feel like the first one that comes to mind is like Queen Latifah. I feel like she definitely paved the way and she paved the way for image as well in the industry. So I think she should definitely be up there. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'd I'd probably have like you. Foxy Brown. Yeah, you you can make an argument. Like, come on. And, and Queen Latifah yeah. and all them, but I'm I'm not really in the biz. Well, I'll say this: I'll, I'm gonna give the guy credit for uh, actually being able to list off that many rappers. Because if you like, if people were to actually sit and like, I don't know how much research or preparation went into the actual list itself, but I mean. To be able to come up with 50 rappers, I, I don't know what his process was, but I, I'll give him credit for that. But I'm not really, like, I'm not really into just give, putting people on, you know, in the top 10 just because, like, you know, like a legacy thing where it's just like, oh, well, you're one of the first and uh, you're a pioneer, That, but that doesn't automatically give you a seat, like, high up at the table. Like, I'm... I'm I'm one of those people that like Biggie Smalls is not in my top five and he might not be in my top ten. Even though like it's Biggie Smalls, like he's one of the, you know, legendary rappers, but as time goes on, as people start putting out more and more bodies of work and Biggie only had two albums. So a lot of rappers there's there's a handful of rappers out right now that have more classes than Biggie Smalls and I can't but I'm they also going... have more time to do that. So how do you properly judge that? I mean, I can only go off of what he gave me. Like I understand that he passed away early, I'm but my I'm, eyes not, at you. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna <laughs> put. I'm not putting Biggie Smalls over Lupe Fiasco because Biggie Smalls died early. Like Lupe Fiasco has a better body of work than Biggie Smalls. Kendrick Lamar Ooh, has a better body of work than Biggie Smalls. Extremely controversial. Put wow. Lupe Fiasco. I mean, you know, I, I, I the cool. Know, but I, I'll say my piece later on. I mean, you, I you like know, Lupe you're gonna upset a lot of people. I mean, Lupe Fiasco has like arguably three classic albums. Like, He's, I could, you could put. I like Lupe. You could make an argument that you could put Ludacris above Biggie Smalls. Okay, you you're taking it too far. You could put con- like there's, uh, no, but my my point is, is there's there are at least five to ten rappers with more classic albums than Biggie Smalls, or maybe two. At least classic albums, and Biggie Smalls only has, and and I know it might be blasphemous, but are we sure both of his albums are classics? Or are they just really good? See, if I, we were I, on Facetime, I would hang up on you. Like, I, <laughs> just I, hang up. I mean, I, you know what? I didn't really necessarily care for life after death like that, but I know I'm biased. That, I, I know that I'm extremely biased. I'm from the south. I was on the west coast when that came. Um, I, I agree with what you're saying, Marcus. I mean, to me, for the longest of times, it was no way that you could start a list without Tupac and Biggie or Biggie and Tupac. It, it was like that. Tupac, Biggie, Nas, mm-hmm. 
Biggie, Nas, well, Tupac. Whatever. Well, that that was that was more of like when we were younger, though. Like in the nineties, yeah. people would and do so that. So now, to me, I agree with the number one. Jay Z, yeah. is by far the number yeah. one rapper of all. Easily, mm-hmm. he has way too large of a body of work. The thing that really shocked me about this list, I can't believe Lil Wayne is so low. Like, and it's kind of like with some of this, like, like even with Redman, Redman's above mm-hmm. Tupac. Fifty Cent is very low, forty-eight. That's yeah, Fifty Cent to is, me. but see, like Fifty Cent once again, he had one classic and two more really good albums. But it's kind of like the the body of work. But yeah, I can't see him being forty-eight. And I'm excited. Big pun is there. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm just I'm just looking at the list. Like Eminem is at number twenty-eight. I don't know if this That's is another hot... thing. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't know if this is a hot take or not. But Eminem's first two albums are better than Biggie's first two albums. <laughs> so, so I, like I would if, give you that. Like his, his first two albums, they were yeah, really so, good. So if, they were so really Eminem, good. Eminem if Eminem show, dies yeah. after his first two albums, like he's probably in everybody's top three just because he died. Like I'm not doing that. Like it's it's about your body of work. Biggie Smalls' body of work isn't big enough, no pun intended, to be garnered as a top five rapper. He might be a top five talent. Like he, mm. here's how I kind of like describe. <laughs> Uh, okay. Biggie Smalls. Okay. Biggie Smalls is Terrell Davis. Terrell Davis Goodness. has Terrell Davis had two great seasons for the Denver Broncos, won two Super Bowls, but everything around that before and after, he didn't do much. He didn't do anything. But he had Got those two great years. Not the game. Yep. Biggie Smalls is the same way. He had two great albums, but before and after, there's not really much to really talk about. The body was so mad. Bad. In I'm so mad I understood that analogy. Ludacris has that body of work. Common has that body of work. But you uh, know what? The thing is, I, I can see if you would put some of them above Biggie. But how do you put Fabulous above Biggie, Styles P and Jadakiss above Biggie, and both of them are going to big up Biggie? Like they, I remember they did this interview where they were like, Biggie could easily wrap circles around us. And you put them above Biggie? Like, what is their body of work? I mean, I know Jadakiss can spit. I know Beans can spit. Well, Beans is after him. But to me, eight is still a little low. Like, And, and I would think of some other guys that would be higher. To me, honestly, DM in a in under because he does a little crack. I mean, DMX's first two albums might be better than Biggie's. His, his he came out the gate strong. His first three albums, are really, he had a really good run at the beginning. Uh, I mean, just and, and what, well, why is Redman at fourteen? Like, I don't understand that. Yeah, he needs to explain he or she. I just don't think I just don't think they really put a lot of thought into their list. It says in parentheses in order. Oh God, what? In order, because for a second I thought the same thing. They just listed fifty greatest rappers, but no, they put in order. And you know what else? I'm taking off Lloyd Banks and replacing him with. You either have to do Little Cam or Nicki Minaj. They don't need to be that low, but 
Lloyd Banks is 50. I mean, like, he did have Hunger for More. That was a really good album. And I know he can spit. He can rap. He can, rap. He can mm-hmm. definitely rap. But come on now. Nikki's not on the list. Lil' Kim's not on the list. Yeah, you gotta you gotta bump him down. You, you just can't have him on the list. I, say, I, I don't think I could do like a top 50. I think I've tried to do like a top 25, but it's it's really hard. Like if you really try to like go through and listen and, you know, dissect people's body work and compare to other people, then you're comparing errors to different like times comparing like the 90s to now to the eight. Like and the the, the reason why I kind of stray away from like doing these massive lists like this is like I I wasn't listening to freaking Cool G rap. You know what I'm saying? I didn't grow up listening to a lot of these rappers in the 80s and super early 90s you know what i'm saying like i and i don't want to feel like i'm like disrespecting people or coming off as ill-informed but i can't rank somebody that i didn't listen to and i'm not gonna go back and listen to i'm not gonna go back and listen to to you know uh rapper's delight i'm not gonna listen to their entire album like i'm not gonna go back and check out the sugar hill games discography like i'm not gonna it's a lot of things that this person has to answer for. Like, I don't see how Royce the Five Nine is above Eminem, and they are in the same circles. And Eminem's clearly a better rapper. Like Eminem. <laughs> yeah, like so, something's wrong there. Um, yeah, this this list is and Twister. Like, but I don't. How does he make the list at all? Okay. <laughs> Because he raps really fast. Still. And, and Killer Mike, I mean... Okay. There's some people here I don't know. I'm going to throw that out there, who, too. Who, who don't you know? Um. Okay. There's Stack Bundles. There's AZ. 8-Ball. Yeah. I would say those I don't know. And see, even with now, I know Eight Ball. I don't. I've heard of Stack Bundles, but I don't know his music like that. Um, yeah, mm. yeah. Some of this stuff is just it just trash. Yeah, I mean, like Eight Ball's a really good Southern artist, but a top artist all time. Like, do do does anybody know an Eight Ball album? I'm gonna ask so. that on Twitter. Does, does anybody know? They're gonna probably think I'm talking about crack. But anybody <laughs> eight ball, not eight ball and MJG, but just an eight ball album. I'm pretty sure no one would answer. Like I said, I mean, I know AZ had one real hot album, but that was ages ago. Mace, really? Yeah. I mean, I know he's a really good rapper, but. A top rapper all time, like this, the lit, and like I said, how is Fabulous so high? Like I just don't understand that. I, I wonder where this person is from. They the, gotta be from New York. The, yeah, I think that the list is very like <laughs> East Coast heavy. But yeah. the the and I just saw this before we started recording. I think it's kind of ironic that the person because I I responded to the person that uh, put out the list is from like the Brew. Brewcast podcast, I think it is. I think it's funny that they're the ones that you know initially started this, 
but it is like pretty much blown up to where like Joe Budden was a trending topic, like the number one trending topic, Lloyd Banks. And Lloyd Banks, yeah. yeah. And the thing is, is like the people that originally tweeted that, they're not getting a lot of credit for it. You know what I'm saying? Like a lot of people, I don't, well, I'd be curious to see how many people go and how many followers have they gained from this? How many people are going to go listen to their podcast now or whatever that they do? So it's almost one of those things where it's like, you you never know what's gonna blow up because this is this has pretty much been the talk of Twitter all day and it came from like one singular account and they've been yeah. able to check this much content but I don't know how much credit they're getting for doing this or if they'll no. be it beat Alexis Sky in that fucking cucumber party oh, God. so <laughs> bro how girl summer is over. Oh, oh is that what I seen? Like I was like, calling it in. Is this? fucking calling it in. Y'all gotta throw in the towel. This is it's embarrassing now. Embarrassing, and it's not just her for partaking because people know she is. All of them girls, all of them girls are on the fucking table, especially the one laying down. It's like y'all don't got no no respect. I don't. I don't fucking get it. I don't get it. I'm actually just tired it. of the the cucumber. Summer, like just summer's almost over. We're so yeah, like I'm I'm ready for. We are so close. I'm ready for winter time. Like it's time for people to go inside, put some more clothes on. Like put clothes on. We clearly (laughs) can't handle this type of summer. Next year it's only going to be worse. Like people are pushing the envelope. Like I noticed something. Like over the past few weeks, I've been like kind of monitoring a certain person on my timeline. And at first hmm. she was kind of quiet, and then she started to kind of talk about sex just a little bit, and then she got a little buzz, some likes, some retweets, and then she, you know, a little bit more, and then a little bit more, and now she just cannot stop doing it. And I'm like, wow, you know, man, it people are gonna push the envelope as far as they can. Like this year, it's cucumbers and whatever that was going on at that table that was disgusting. God knows what else is next. Like, God bless America. I'm not with it. Keep it cute, ladies. Keep it classy. Stay inside. Just stay inside. <laughs> you know what? I was actually thinking, I was like, I was thinking about my ex and just some of the women that I deal with in general. And I'm Ew. Like, no, 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 no. She, she doesn't do anything <laughs> like that. I'm just thinking like it's No, general. I didn't. Area came out wrong. No, I'm just saying. Like, I'm like, wow. I'm so glad that she does didn't doesn't partake in that in that wild stuff. Like, I see some wild stuff on Twitter. Like, and it's kind of like, and I don't want to offend anybody that listens or does anything for us. But it's like, the wilder you get, the more views you get, the more clout you get. That's why I really respect yourself, El Chapo, because. You know what? Oh, thanks, it friend. It could be a situation where we're like, hey, show a little skin and get them in or something. It's like, you know what? We're, we're going to blow up from content. Not content. From smut. Like, come on, guys. Yeah, y'all be selling me out all the fucking time. I, I don't. But okay. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I think. but are we wrapping it up with a marcus music minute or oh yeah i was i was gonna say for the for the ladies that are out there that are still uh promoting the smut like 
you know, keep doing you. Like, I'm not mad at you. <laughs> but is your wife mad? Oh, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, anyway, so we're going to talk about this uh, this Drake album that came out. Okay. So, so apparently it's, it's, uh, it's just a bunch of uh, old, like, mixtape cuts and Lucy's that he dropped over his, like, from the beginning of his career till now. And I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna lie. Like when I first saw this and I looked at the track list, there was maybe like two or three songs that I recognized. But a majority of this album, I had not heard. I did not hear these songs when they first came out. So I didn't have that same type of excitement that other people were having. A lot of people were like, "Oh, this is gonna be awesome! Like I can relive the feelings that I had." And I'm kind of in that boat where it's like, "Did I? Did I miss?" Did I miss something? Because Ooh. I listened to it now, and I've listened to it, I think, twice, and it's it's okay, but it's it's not hitting me like the way I see it's hitting other people, and and I'm I don't think it's great, you know, but just the way that people were talking about it, they made it seem like this is like you know I think someone might have said this is his best project that he's ever done or something like that, like <laughs> all these songs are his best songs. And I listened to it. I was like, "Y'all, y'all are tripping. Like, it, this ain't it." But there's, a, I'm, I'm, and I, I want to keep listening to it and see what song like really sticks out. Because like at this point, no, nothing's really sticking out for me. And maybe, maybe I'm not in the right state of mind. Or I'm not listening to it in the proper context or whatever. But yeah, this this care package is. It's fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm so looking just, at the list now. Like I just gotta I keep was, listening to it. Yeah. I would say a lot of it sticks out. Oh, friend. Nah, none of them. Like when I listen to it, nothing like jumps out at me where I'm just like, oh, that's the song. Like it none of them. I'm gonna have to check it out. Uh, I haven't uh, listened yet. Because I did hear yeah, like man. very, very, very mixed reviews. And so I was like, ooh, you know, when I when I kind of heard that it was like a blast from the past, I was like, do I really want to waste my time with this? I don't know. Because a lot of that earlier stuff, like, what was that first mixtape he had? Was was it comeback season? So far gone. So far gone. No, 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 no. That was the second one, the one before that, where he was like in that black uh park. No, not a parka. But I think comeback oh, I season can, was the yeah, first. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. I can, I can see it. I can't picture the name. Though. Yeah, like I, I think that was the first was one. Comeback season? I don't remember anything from that one. Was it comeback season? Yeah, I think it was comeback season. But it, it, and if some of those songs are on his stuff, like because I remember it was girls like that were younger that grew up on Degrassi, and like I had a few friends that was like, "Oh, you got to check out this dude, Drake, 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 Drake." He's an actor and a rapper, and, and I, you know, I was like, man, he's like, you know, that was me, that was me. <laughs> but I, I'll check out Care Package, but my expectations are really low. But you know, it is what it is. Yeah, I, I think I love Twitter these are cool. songs you already know, they're not new songs. I didn't really start listening to Drake until 2016. Yeah, I was about to say these songs were new for me. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Like I heard so far gone, I liked it. I bought Take Care and gave it away. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I, I don't know. 
Mm, you're lost. You're right. Well, anyway, uh, we've reached the 40-minute mark. Time to wrap things up. Any closing thoughts from anybody? Any wine it outs? Uh, I feel like I got my wine it out uh, this week through that uh, wonderful Alexis Sky video. So I'm good. Just keep it cute, man. Keep it cute. Yeah. Mm. Let me ask you this, because somebody mm-hmm. asked me this question today. And I was like, you know what? I felt a certain type of way, but I know you have Jeter. Does Jeter sleep in the bed uh, with you? My baby. No, he does not. Okay. No, Jeter has his bed. He has also oh, so a bed. He has like a bed in like every room. Um, <laughs> he really does. He has a bed in my room, but he doesn't even sleep here. He'll sleep outside. Um, not outside, outside, but he'll sleep like in the living room. He has a, a bed, an outside bed, and then he has his kennel. If he wants to go in that bed, and then he has a bed in uh, another room. Yeah. Well, Jeter's living that ball of life. I'm actually kind of jealous. You got to give him options. You do. I, I understand that. I had someone to ask <laughs> so bad. that question, and they were like, whatever. A dog bed costs like five, ten dollars, so it's really it sounds worse than it is. But you know, treat your dogs right, people. Treat your fucking dog right. Yeah, this person was like, their, you know, dogs sleep with them in the bed under the covers, and I was like, okay, dude, that's that's a little strange. It's not. I mean, my old dog used to. Jeter just doesn't. He's not that kind. He doesn't. He likes to get up in the middle of the night and wander and whatever. And Yeah, and he'll go from bed to bed. So him staying in my bed was a no-go from when he was a baby. Well, that was all Mm -hmm. I got. That's my closing thought. I just wanted to know, (laughs) you know, I I don't know. I I haven't had... All my dogs were outside dogs, except uh, Jake the dog that disappeared. I don't know what happened to him. But he... I don't know where mm. that dog slept. Oh, he slept under the, like, the table. Or something. I, don't, I don't know. I don't even know if he had a bed. I don't remember. But Jake definitely was not allowed <laughs> where I was at. Like, at all. Shout out to Jake. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if we're, if we're gonna consider their body of work, Biggie Smalls, not a top 10 rapper. Wow. And on that note, wow. I'm out. Uh, thank you guys for tuning in to the committee podcast. I'm sure we're going to be <laughs> flamed up for that one uh, on Twitter, but we're ready for it. Mm. Bye. Peace. Hey, what's going on, everybody? This is Ryan McLaughlin from Don't Call This a Podcast, here to thank you for rocking with the thekidsworkgrounds.com and our podcast collective. If you're liking what you hear, do us a favor and check out the website, thekidsworkgrounds.com. We've got a plethora of content for you, articles, TV and movie reviews, playlists, and a collective of podcasts, which includes Don't Call This a Podcast, Sturdy Show Presents the Barbershop Podcast, Two Dope Smarks, The Committee Podcast, Pretty Petty Politics, and We Bring in Love Back. We've also got a brand new webcast called Politics as Usual, hosted by Ron and AJ. So be sure to go to thekidsworkgrounds.com, subscribe if you like what you see, and follow us on Twitter at the KWC blog.